Friends, I like to um, start every year on this opening weekend by reflecting on how the front architecture of this church building is a beautiful symbol of the mission of our parish. So if you've been here before on the first weekend, you know what I'm going to reflect on, but it's the these two window transepts that go up. And if you've ever noticed from the street, it was clear to me, I think the first time I drove in to Corpus Christi when I got here from across the street at the university at that south entrance, when I stopped at that light, that light goes on forever, if you've ever noticed that. Uh, so I've stopped there for a good time. And uh, I looked up and it struck me immediately that these two window transepts look like arms. They look like arms that are reaching out away from this building, almost almost embracing me across Door Street. And I didn't know if they were built like this or not, but it struck me immediately that the architecture of the front of this building is what we're about here, which is, it's the arms right, of, of Jesus, the arms of this community, stretching out beyond this community, across Door Street and beyond, to embrace those who enter here. I was thinking, obviously, that is first the arms of invitation, right? It's the arms of embracing someone, of inviting them in, of making them feel welcome, that we want these arms to signify as a parish community that any student, faculty, or staff across Store Street can find a spiritual home here over the course of their college years, that this can be a place of refuge, that this can be a place that they call home. It's first the arms of invitation, but then I was thinking, I was like, well, what are we inviting them to? What are we inviting them to? Because if we're just uh, just about a place to have a good time or a place to get a free meal or a place, a place to uh, meet some cool people, right, have fun, right, if we're just that, then there's not much difference than these arms of invitation than all the other great organizations on Toledo's campus. Not much difference. Right? Because some of those orgs can probably do those things better, though I would argue we have some fun here. I would argue we have good food here. Right? I would argue we can do all those things pretty well, but if we're just another org inviting people to those sorts of things, then we're just that's we're just like everybody else. But we're not. And so I thought of two other images with this playing on this arm imagery. The first is the stretched out arms of Jesus on the cross. What are we inviting with open arms students to? We're inviting them to encounter the crucified Lord. We're inviting them over here to experience the one who has died and been raised for them. The one whose death and resurrection gives us the interpretive key to understanding sin and death. We're inviting kids to friendship with one who is willing to go to the depths of humanity to be with us and to love us. Moses says in the first reading, we are, we can't even, he, he's boasting about how special our God is. And that none of the other gods that have been thought of could ever compare with the God of the Israelites. And that God fulfilled in the person of Jesus Christ is the one who doesn't sit aloof in heaven, but who is one who comes to be with us and is willing to give his life in sacrifice for us. We are inviting students 
to the stretched out arms of the crucified Lord. But then there's that other image of the father in the story of the prodigal son with his arms open at the return of the son who had lost his way. Right, And the son comes back after, after blowing everything, living a life of depravity, making a ton of mistakes, but he comes back and the father has the open arms of embrace, the arms of mercy, the arms of compassion, the arms of consolation when one has made mistakes and needs a place of refuge. And that's the other thing we invite students here with our open arms are the arms of mercy, the arms of a parent when we've made a mistake, right? The place that we can go, because I don't know about you, but for me, college was a time when I made a few mistakes. It's, 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 and so these arms are arms of embrace, of mercy, that no matter what one goes through during these years, right, one knows that they have a place to come and to receive the open arms of mercy, the open arms of a merciful God, and the open arms of a merciful community. So these, these arms are not just arms of invitation. We're inviting them to something. The arms of the crucified Lord and the arms of mercy. The arms of compassion. But you know what? That's not enough still. Because this is not just about us. It's not just about inviting people here and staying here. One of, one of the first things Father Basic said to me, Father Jim Basic was the longtime uh, pastor here, um, and when I got to town, he took me to lunch and he said, remember that you're not just trying to create a Catholic community across Door Street. Right? You're, you're trying to make sure that this extends across Door Street. You're meant to integrate over there. You're not meant to stay in a little bubble or a cocoon here. You're going there. Cross Door Street and beyond. That always stuck with me. Because these arms are also the arms of, of release, of commissioning, of sending forth. Right? So for some who left maybe their parents, some of our new freshmen who left uh, your parents or guardians for the first time uh, this weekend at the drop-off, there's that moment when you say goodbye to them. Right? And there's an embrace. And usually the parent wants that embrace to last pretty long. And the the, key, the student wants that embrace to be over rather quickly. Uh, but there's this embrace of, of like, and it's a really difficult letting go for the parent, right? It's like, I'm releasing you to the world. Like, I'm releasing, I'm commissioning you, I'm sending you forth. And that's what I feel like these arms are meant to do when we leave church here. Right? They release us back across Wall Street and beyond to be the presence of Jesus. We're not meant to stay here all the time. And we love people hanging out here. We love people studying here. We love people eating here. But we're not meant to live here. I have to remind some of the students that when they want to sleep in the Newman rooms. I'm going to start, I'm going to start charging you rent if you sleep here. You know? You, we're not meant to. I, now, I realize I live in the parking lot, but that's a different story. You guys are not meant to live here. We're meant to leave. And that's what the readings are about, right? We're supposed to go into the world and live the message of Jesus, the one who does justice, will live in the presence of the Lord. Be doers of the word, not just hearers, deluding yourselves. We can come here and hear the word of God all the day, all, all day long, but what's the point if we don't leave 
this building and get released into the world and be doers of the word. And of course, the gospel is all about the interior transformation of the heart. Jesus says, we are not defined by what happens to us from the outside. We are much more defined by what comes out from within. So the interior transformation of the heart is the key to the Christian life. It's what defines our character, and it's what enables us to go out and to be recommissioned and sent forth from here in order to serve the world. You know, yesterday in the Church Universal, we celebrated the Feast of St. Augustine. Uh, one of our uh, wonderful tapestry figures here at Corpus Christi. And he's one of my favorite, favorite figures. And he has a line in his famous book, The Confessions, um, which is my favorite line. And uh, I've always said that if I lose a certain bet to the college students and end up having to get a tattoo, which is possible, that this would be what would uh, be tattooed on. Here's the quote. Uh, Late have I loved you, O beauty ever ancient and ever new. You were on the inside, but I was looking for you on the outside. I was looking for you in external things, but you were already inside of me all along. I wouldn't get that whole thing tattooed. <laughs> be clear about that. Just late have I loved you. Um, late have I loved you, uh, O beauty ever ancient and ever new. And the reason that uh, resonates for me is because I'm very honest always this first weekend that when I went to college, when I went to Xavier, I didn't step foot in the Catholic Church there. I was Catholic, but I didn't step foot in the Catholic Church there for about two years. I, I rebelled. I needed distance. Right? I know that college uh, students experience that. So when I look back on my journey, just like Augustine was looking back on his journey in the Confessions when he wrote that late, have I loved you? I think I love God lit too late. Right? And I think it's still true of me. Like, God's always on time, and I'm never on time. Like, I'm preoccupied, I'm distracted, I'm not aware of his presence, and he's always there. He's, and I look for him in all sorts of visible and external things, all these created goods, and he's right there with his presence, waiting me, and I'm, I'm always looking around, lost, when he's there the entire time. And so first, I, I like to bring this up because I want to commend um, our freshmen uh, who are with us today on their first weekend at college. Uh, because to make this a priority, and who knows where college will take you, but to make this a priority, your first weekend is an incredible grace. It's an incredible gift. Thank you for making this choice a priority. Um, and, you know, I, I just, we commend you. Um, and we want to be here for a part of your spiritual journey uh, in your college years. Um, because there is this temptation to seek God in all sorts of things, right? To seek all sorts of wonderful pursuits in college. But we can lose track of the one who made us, right? Augustine's most famous quote, which is probably overused, but, but we'll use it again, right? Which is, you have made us for yourself, Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. And we have this temptation to seek happiness and fulfillment in a million different things, all of which, some of which are really good stuff. But we can miss the one the creator in the midst of us. Augustine put it this way, we can worship the creatures and not the creator. We can fall in love with the creatures and not with the one who created everything. So the call is to be on time for God. A late have I loved you. 
now is the time uh, to make a union with God uh, a priority in our life. And so, friends, uh, this is my favorite weekend of the year uh, to welcome so many new people to our community. Uh, it's a great gift. Um, and I think the call is for us um, to model our lives after the architecture of this building, right? These arms of invitation, the arms of, of love of the crucified Jesus, the arms of mercy, the arms of commissioning and, and sending forth, our lives are meant to, to model that. So when people encounter us, they experience what this parish is all about. So let's ask for the grace to model those arms of invitation, those arms of love, those arms of sacrifice, those arms of mercy, and those arms of commissioning and surrender uh, in our own lives this day.